It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Jackson Gatlin here, host of the Monday edition Locked On NBA podcast. Every Monday, I cover the three biggest stories in the NBA with the local experts from Locked On. It's an awesome recap of the weekend of the NBA and a look at what's ahead. Mark your calendars on Monday to join me for Locked On NBA podcast, available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, DC? Welcome back to another edition of Lockdown Wizards with SB Nation's Bolts Forever writer Ben Mahich and myself, Anthony Citadino. We are your hosts, and you are now Locked On Wizards, where you get everything Wizards basketball. Go subscribe to the Lockdown Wizards podcast on the Lockdown Podcast Network, Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you may listen. Go throw us a follow on Twitter at Lockdown Wizards. We got a great show ahead of us and a ton to get into. It's going to be another honest show. The Wizards lost perhaps their most disappointing game of the year to the D- Detroit Pistons. The Wizards might be getting two veterans back soon, and we have to discuss whether the Wizards should make a change before this season really just crashes right into the lottery. But first, we want to let you know that today's episode is brought to you by Locker Room, a live podcasting platform, which we will be using soon. Ben, let's just cut to the chase, man. The Wizards got blown out by the Pistons, 120-91. to Horrendous. Awful. We wish this was an April Fool's joke for all you out there as we are closing here on April Fool's Day 2021. But the only joke was the level of play the Wizards showed. Um, Russell Westbrook had another triple-double, Ben. Uh, the, team, the team did not shoot particularly well from the free-throw line. <laughs> um, I'll let you go off about that. My friend, I hope you're doing well. Please tell me how you're doing. Tell us all how you're doing, and let's get your takes on this game. Let's get let's let's get let's get you to go off real, real quick. Because after a 30 point loss to so the worst team in basketball, alongside the Minnesota Timberwolves and and Houston, we want to hear. We want to hear what Ben Mahich has to say. Oh man, this could be a long one or a short one. It just depends on how we feel. Look. The Wizards are 17 and 30. Scott Brooks and co. told us 10 games into the year. It's a long season, Ben. Hold on. Be patient. 20 games go by. Ben, come on, man. Be patient. 30 games go by. Ben, I mean, geez, can you be a little patient? You ever hear the word patient? 40 games goes by. Hey, Ben, come on, man. There's 30 games left. 50 games into the year. The team is 17 and 30. They just got blown out 120 to 91 to the Detroit Pistons by 12 players who even Pistons fans can't recognize because his team is trying to lose, and they accidentally just blew out the Washington Wizards who are trying to win. This team is poorly run. They need to be honest with themselves. This team is not capable of winning games. The talent discrepancy between the even Pistons and Wizards is, 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 abnormal, is, is indescribable. I'm just going to talk about one player for just one second, Jerome Robinson. March 29th against the Indiana Pacers, he got 21 minutes and scored a whopping three points. Today, nine minutes after starting, zero points. The first game against the Pistons that the Wizards uh, conveniently won, 18 minutes, zero points. I'm going to say this. Jerome Robinson has not shown to be an NBA caliber player. He's a starting basketball player for the Washington Wizards. 
The Wizards shot six for 19 from the free throw line and five for 19 from three. I'm going to be blunt here. The Wizards can't shoot free throws well. They can't shoot threes well. They can't defend well. They can't pass well. They're 24th in passing. What does this team do well? They lose games well. This team wasn't set up to lose, but that's what they got. Scott Brooks, after the game, said, we had a lot of guys in street clothes tonight, a lot of guys playing roles they're not ready for. Hey, Scott Brooks, here's some. Here's a reality check. The Detroit Pistons have 12 players who are questioning how they even got into an NBA jersey. And they just blew you out 120 to 91. So I want I don't want to hear about injuries. You just lost to the Detroit Pistons. Look at the plus minus on this roster. Hey, Anthony, name me one player with a positive impact. You can't because there literally is none. Denny Avdia, minus I mean, 31. Happy birthday, Robin Lopez, is all I'm going to say and ended on that. Well, Ben, you said it. You, you, you took my silver lining. My silver lining out of all this was happy 33rd birthday to our guy, Robin Lopez. Happy birthday, Robin. And we, and we love you, Robin. We, we hope you have a great day. I know, I know uh, your day job. It didn't go too well uh, in the office today with you and your coworkers. But we locked on the Wizards. Wishes you a happy birthday. We love you. We, we, we appreciate what you've done for the Wizards. Ben, I love how you just went off there. Uh, Robin Lopez actually was like, probably played the best out of everyone tonight. It's <laughs> true. But yeah. it, it, it just, there's really, there's so, it, we're, we're pretty much speechless after a night like <laughs> this, and there's really no direction to go. It, and after this, when, when you see how bad they were at everything that you just listed off. Not only the defensive end, bad at rebounding, bad at shooting, bad at passing, bad at, right? I mean, exactly what you just said. Bad at losing games. And and obviously, our hero, their hero, Bradley Beal, was not in the game today. So, yes, that's that's a huge loss. But they have played without Brad for for multiple games. Exactly. And they're playing against Detroit, right? Josh Jackson was out there looking like, you know, I mean, T-Mac at some points, right? I mean, come on. I mean, what, what did he drop, 30, like 31? Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> right? like yeah, my God. Jackson. 31. Oh. 13 for 21, shooting 4% from three. Frank Jackson, who was just happy to be in the NBA, 13 points off the bench. Random dudes have, uh, to be, uh, to be honest. Hi, Ben, look at that. Seven guys in double digits for Detroit. Come on. There's, there's no way the Wizards can ever, like, I mean, I know that their plan has not changed to make a playoff push. And obviously, Russell Westbrook's mine, Bradley Beal's mine. Like, but, but that's just the way they think. That is just how they're wired, and they're going to continue pushing for that. Right now, it's not looking very possible, Ben. Not looking possible at all, especially when you are getting blown out by 30 to the worst team in the league. Maybe not – okay, maybe the second or third worst team in the league. What, whatever it is, I mean, you're giving 120 points to the Detroit Pistons. This team cannot defend whatsoever. And it has just gotten to the point where it is – I mean, you – Usually teams are able to string together um, some sort of momentum throughout the season and, and grow to try and work on their mishaps. Ben, they're not growing in the defensive end. They, they're, just, they're not adjusting, and it's just – it's all out. I, honestly, it's just mayhem on the defensive end you know, against any de- opponent, no matter who it is, whether it's the oh, Laker, whether, whether it's, it's the Brooklyn Nets, or the freaking Detroit Pistons and the Minnesota Timberwolves. They're going to score 120, 130 points on them. However they score, I don't care. The numbers are the numbers. If they score 120 points, 130 points, what are you going to do? You, you got to – I mean, 
Come on. You gotta go, I mean, you're, you're going to score more than 130 points a game, which is impossible. No. <laughs> but you give up the most points in the league. You're the worst defensive team in the league. So, yeah, I mean, Scott Brooks has plenty to answer for, and he doesn't answer. This, is, know, this team has plenty to answer for. They don't answer. Tommy has so much to answer for. He does not answer. It's okay, though. It's okay. The season is coming to an end, Ben. Uh, like you say, you know, the lottery is coming around the corner. Ben, our, our favorite ho- lockdown host is rooting so hard for a Cade Cunningham draft. Uh, shooting for the Wizards. What do you do at this that point? Could be, what that do you could do? Be, it's like you root for that or what? I mean, the, this Wizards team is is a tragic. This so is a, uh, this is so this is genuinely the worst in the worst in the sense that they have failed to meet any expectation this year. They are in that sense the worst team in the NBA. You have one of the highest paid backcourts in the NBA. You have these two blue chip supposed talents in Denny Abdia and Rui Hachimura. Um, you have confidence in your veteran backup guards. You sign Robin Lopez to the to the uh, mid level exception, and they give you seventeen and thirty on the year. And like you said, this lack of accountability, where Scott Brooks goes out after the game and says, oh, "You know, I got guys playing roles they're not ready for." Did you see who's playing on the other side? Mason Plumlee is a starting center in this NBA. Josh Jackson is taking 21 shots. Josh Jackson, who was out of the NBA last year, is taking 21 shots. And he's drafting 31 on you. Don't tell me that we have players playing different roles. All of the Detroit Pistons are playing roles they weren't expecting to play. And they're beating you. I mean, Ben, no one on the Wizards played their role whatsoever tonight. I mean, you look at the – I mean, honestly, you look at just as, as as basic as the box score, there wasn't a single guy on the positive side for their plus-minus ratio. Yeah, how, I don't when, – when, when, when no player is efficient, playing efficiently at all, there's no possible there's way nothing, you're going to beat any. There's nothing good to come from this game. And this is genuinely, I think, the first game – with all due respect to Robin Lopez, nothing good to come from this game. This team was turning the right, ball and like, over. All due respect to Robin, right? I mean, you know, 16 points, three blocks. You know, I mean, he had three assists, so and he, and he shot well from the floor, seven for ten. And I get that. But overall, I mean, Ben, you're right. Overall, the whole team. I mean, Rui, we love what Rui has done this season. It is the second season. We, we, we are pumping the brakes, but still, super inconsistent. Just he is playing inconsistent, and that's all I'm going to say. This team has two very capable players. Everyone else, there's no depth. I'm sorry. And there's no, there's no consistent depth. There's, there's just not – this is why this team has crumbled the way it has. It's because they have two capable players. The rest of the team is just filled with holes. And that's not to say that Denny Advi is not a good player. It's not to say Rui Hachimura is not a good player. Or, I mean, even – even guys like Robin Lopez, Howell Neto, I'm not trying to come at these players, Ben, but the depth was built how it was built by Tommy Shepard and his guys. They did not I mean, do a good job of building a team. Look, let's just be blunt here. This team doesn't have talent. I'm sorry. That's yes. the truth. This team's talent that is entirely talent-deprived. The way they've managed their cap space has been borderline negligent. I mean, to, again, I don't want to sound like I'm disrespecting Robin Lopez, but he took the contract in Washington because they gave him the most money. They gave him $7.5 million, and he's a third-string center in a, on a good team. 
and he's playing 100%. 27 minutes for the Wizards, and that's why they just got And blown. we thought that contract was going to be a handshake type of contract where they're able to get something out of him. But no, they absolutely not. They kept him. They and, kept and, him. And, and yeah, do you think Robin Lopez him. is going to come back next year? Of course not. No. Why would he's he? He's going to sign with someone else. Yes, why would he stay? And he'll, get, he he'll, he'll go and get the most money he can get somewhere else because he's smart. Obviously, he knows he's at the right. end of his career, and he's just going to go and get the most money he can, he can each year. That's exactly what anyone wants to do at his age. But, Ben, what, what, really, what is going to be – like, the question really is, what, where is Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, Scott Brooks going to be next year? Well, I don't – That might not be D.C. That, that might not be D.C. Oh, man. Oh. That's a loaded question where I don't even think they could answer right now. I think besides Scott Brooks, I think you can confidently say Scott Brooks will not be coming back. And I'm not even pinning the entire blame on him. He hasn't been good this year. And I think he, he no, even would is, tell you that. But the 17 a, and 30 is more than Scott Brooks. No, you're it's, right. It's you're Jerome right. Robinson starting. It's Chandler Hutchinson playing. It's Garrison Matthews suddenly finding his way, having to start play these ridiculous roles that, that Garrison Matthews should never be playing. Isak Bonga in and out the lineup. How Neto being a primary backup? Ben, Ben, all of this. Ben, and ben, then some. Anthony Gill. Anthony Gill's on. He has guaranteed two years. Guaranteed he two hasn't years. Played a minute like all year. I, I don't understand what goes, what the plan, what the thought is for this team. Not even like Anthony Gill was given a chance this season. He really hasn't been. His, I mean, the minutes that he gets, he'll get one minute here. He won't play for 12 games, get eight minutes here. Won't play for two games, get a, get a minute there. On, I mean, On Thursday, they lost by 30 to the Pistons, and he didn't play a minute. So, I mean, the blame goes around the entire organization. We, we have made that clear, right? Obviously, no it's, time, it, it's within the front office. It's like the coaching. It's all the players. Everyone is to blame for this. It just, it just is. Flat out is. The Wizards... The Wizards are, are the creation of Tommy Shepard negligently putting that putting a, partially Ernie Grunfeld, Ernie, if you want to go Ernie, back that way. Yeah. Tommy Shepard, Scott Brooks, Jerome Robinson, Garrison Matthews, Bradley Beal, Russell Westbrook, all of, it, all of them deserve some of the blame, although I don't think Brad deserves even an ounce of it. But the Wizards we are 17 we and cannot, We can literally not sit here and blame no, Bradley Beal no, for anything. No, no, nothing. And, like, I'm not even saying that because he's, like, the, he's the Wizards' best player and he's the top scorer in the league. He's asked to do far too much every mm. second he is out there. And that's just a fact. And he is doing it at an unbelievably efficient rate. No. I, I, if, if there's one person not, to, to no. not blame at all, it is 100,000% Bradley Beal. He's the best shooting guard in the uh, in the game, and um, he's our favorite guy. He's our I'm favorite gonna guy. Say, I'm going to say this, Anthony. Not, and, and, and he's dying in, in, in D.C., and I, <laughs> I do feel bad for him because he's 27, Ben. He's going to be turning 28 next yeah. year, and and we wanted to see him win. I know you do. You've been covering him since he's been in the and, league. And more importantly, I think Bradley Beal wants to see him. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And, and he's a smart guy. Uh, he understands legacy. He understands what's at stake here. The money that the Wizards could offer him is, is, is a small fortune, but he can get that elsewhere. And, and spending his career on a team that's 17 and 30 with no prospects of improving in the immediate is not something Bradley Beal will do. But that's a bridge we'll have to cross at some point, I think, in the offseason. But before we do that, let's talk about the reinforcements 
that are coming to DC and whether or not that's going to be enough. But before we do that, have you guys heard about Sport Trade? It's where fantasy sports meets the stock market. It's amazing. Sport Trade takes fantasy to the next level. It's like Robin Hood for fantasy sports. Their platform allows you to buy and sell shares in your favorite players, just like real stocks. Finally, a fair and exciting way to cash in on your sports knowledge. Making money with Sport Trade is as simple as player values rise and fall based on two factors their statistical performance in each game and the points scored. Guess what? It's supply and demand. The more demand a player has, the higher their value goes. When you're ready to buy shares, pick that penny stock in a rookie with huge upside or grab a blue chip vet who's always a solid performer. Instantly buy and sell as many shares and as many players as you'd like, just like the stock market. Simply go to sporttrade.com, watch the How It Works video, and sign up. Sign up today at sporttrade.com and discover the fun, exciting, and profitable new way of sports trading. It's the truly evolution of fantasy sports you'll be amazed anthony you know i'm a big car guy i absolutely love my honda go to rockauto.com if you have issues with your car go there why spend all the money break your break it doesn't make sense anymore not in 2021 go to rockauto.com save some money get the same parts that you would have gotten elsewhere it's the best prices by the same professionals and do-it-yourselfers go to rockauto.com see all the parts available for your car or truck Right, locked on in there. How did you hear about us, box? So they know we sent you. It's all the parts you'll ever need on lockado.com. Get all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes with the Locked On Today podcast. Host Peter Bukowski updates you on the latest news in every major sport with the help of our local experts. Follow the Locked On Today podcast wherever you get podcasts. Anthony, we've talked about the lack of depth on this team. Here comes two guys, two vets. They're, they're close to being back, I guess. Uh, they're ramping up their activities, whatever that means in the NBA world. To me, I guess that signals that they're close to returning to the rotation. Ish Smith and Davis Bertans, two guys who really haven't played in quite some time. Ish Smith in particular has been out for like two months now. What do you make of this, Anthony? I, I, they, they have been a part of the rotation. They have contributed at times. Is it going to make a difference for the Wizards? The Latvian laser coming back. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. I mean, I, I love Davis. I love Ish. I love, I love what they can do. I think this year for Davis, this year might be a watch for him just with uh, how he's come into the season out of shape. Uh, COVID setbacks, obviously, like you said. And, you know, obviously, his, you know, his injury. So, Ben, and he, uh, and he obviously has been playing at a very, very whew, low, low rate compared to what he what we know and love. And honestly, what, what we saw last year, his, his best year of his, his career – last year before uh, the COVID shutdown. And, and yeah, Ben, that's – I don't think Davis Bertans coming back, Ish Smith coming back, that's going – I don't think that's going to change anything. I, re- I really don't. Howell Neto has struggled a, l- a little bit uh, after Ish Smith left with his injury. Ben, we both thought that he was going to fill in the role pretty nicely, but – Maybe um, the production was just, you know, too much and they needed, you know, uh, you know, their third guy in there. That's just really how the offense rolls. And, and we know that Scott Brooks plays Ish Smith a ridiculous amount. He loves him. And honestly, sometimes we see three point guards out there, which we still can't explain. But Ben, I don't know about you, my friend. I am not going to sit here and say that these guys are not capable of helping an NBA team. I don't, I just don't think bringing them back at this point in the season, 25 games left that they can, they, they can swing the momentum and help this team uh, reach the playoffs. I mean, at this point, 
that's not it. Trade deadline could have did something there. It, uh, you know, made a pretty mediocre trade, something that like really does not help too much. And, and Ben, it really lies with uh, prior to the season, free agency. Nothing, hardly anything was done. No, no offense to Robin Lopez and, and Halonato, guys like Anthony Gill. But still, like we just talked about, Anthony Gill's not even played. Halonato is usually a third stringer, and Robin Lopez is a third stringer. So, Ben, Davis Bertans, if he was having his year, if he was fully healthy, if, if COVID didn't affect him, if he had a full year of, of being conditioned, ready to go, then yeah, maybe he could. I mean, anytime Davis Bertans is, is in the game and he is on shooting, he changes everything about the game. He changes everything for the Wizards' chances to win. And that's why he gets paid the money that he gets paid. But Ben, we just haven't seen it too much this year. We've only seen it in a couple of games. And um, I just, 25 games left. I don't know if he's going to be, you know, that ready to, to you know, ramp it up for these next 25 games. I, Anthony, I just don't know. Th- there's five players on the planet that you can put on a 17 and 30 team, and then they can maybe help lead them to the playoffs. And shockingly, Ish Smith and Davis Bertans aren't among the five. <laughs> I think it's LeBron James. You got Kevin Durant, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, and I don't know. I guess you can throw like a James Harden in there. But right. No, yeah. I mean, I, I'm just not trying to seem not at all. totally, totally gl- you know, glim in, in the fact that this is the East, but still, you're right. No, <laughs> there's no. not much hope. There's, there's not there's, much. There's hope. seven. This team is seven. They're not an Ish Smith and Davis Bertans away from being yeah. a playoff team. Exactly. Uh, they had Bertans for some of the season. You're right in the sense that, um, you know, he came in out of shape. He did catch COVID. Uh, that that again was a setback. Never really ben, found and Ben, you're dealing you're dealing with the after effects of COVID. Absolutely, too. we those don't are, know. Those I mean, are real. Those are real. Know, I'm not taking that away from. Him. I'm not knocking him from. Because we don't know here. how much that messes with guys' lungs. He's had I mean, horrible. He's you know, had right, horrible luck. Right, that was first time right, he's had horrible luck right, this year. Right. So I don't want to, you know, put. I, I feel like I sound like I, I just totally tore him and ish. No, and ish no, no. But no. but again, yes. But you know, you you like you said, they're they're not an Ishmith and a Davis Bertans away from making the playoffs. That's just yeah. what it is. No, look, I mean, I can't imagine being a pro athlete coming off COVID, especially if you were you know, hindered by it. The only athletics I've seen was, you know, playing in an adult kickball league, and I and I couldn't do that <laughs> very well. So, I can't really blame them for struggling in that way, especially coming off health complications. I'm, my, my main point is just saying that even if they were healthy and hadn't dealt with complications or injuries, if they were fully healthy and ready to go, this team isn't a, a healthy Smith or a healthy Davis Bertans away from being good. This right. team's issues are very complex. They need to be dealt with accordingly. They need to be rebuilt in a proper way, which takes years to do. The Wizards aren't going to become a good basketball team or a productive basketball team overnight. This takes years. We've seen that with rebuilding teams. We, we saw the 76ers. It took them years to become a good team. I mean, not long ago, they were the laugh, laughing stock of the league, and now they're you know, right. top of the Eastern Conference. And the same thing with the Brooklyn Nets. The Brooklyn Nets were very bad for a very long time, and now they have Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, and James Harden on the roster. So that all took time, and the Wizards are trying to do this piecemeal sort of uh, rebuild where they're trying to patch bullet holes with, with bandages and it doesn't work. That, that just never works. It's never going to work. And the wizards are 17 and 30 for that reason, Anthony. So not much more to say there, but Anthony, before we talk about whether the wizards should make a change mid season at this point in the year, I want you to tell us about bet online. Bet online, Ben. I love that. I mean, you see how Ben brought that up is because Ben loves it. 
he, he loves it. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action. Ben uses it for all his NBA, his college hoops, NHL. He loves using it. He even uses it for the Grammys. It covers award shows, TV shows, reality TV, real-time updated odds and prop bets on almost anything that you can ima- imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the news, scores, and odds. It's the best way to place all your bets, and it's free to sign up today. Head over to the website. Use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Make sure to use the promo code Locked on. Guys, we've been telling you about uh, Built Bar all season. It's the best tasting protein bar on the market for a while now, and uh, it's March. It's Built Bar Madness. So Built Bar, it's amazing, low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber, amazing tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. And now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. And yes, Built Bar Madness. It's, it's It's the Built Bar Championship. That's what, you know, the final four has come and gone. We got coconut brownie chunk versus cookie dough chunk. These are the championship finalists. Go to builtbar.com and vote for the best tasting protein bar ever. Ben, I don't know about you, but my vote is still going to go with cookie dough chunk. It's just absolutely out of this world. And it's, it's good for you. You can use it for keto. You can, it's absolutely amazing. So go to builtbar.com or at Built Bar on Twitter. Remember to use the promo code LOCKDOWN15 to get 15% off your next order. That is LOCKDOWN15 to get your 15% off your next order at BuiltBar.com and check back to see who won today's matchup, the national championship of Built Bar Madness, right? Who will become the best-tasting protein bar? And, you know, just go vote. My vote's for cookie dough chunk, but yes, make sure to head over to BuiltBar.com. Get more analysis on the top prospects available in this year's NBA draft with the Lockdown NBA Draft podcast. Scouting reports, draft rumors, mock drafts, and full coverage of March Madness. Four days a week from credentialed draft experts. Subscribe today and follow Lockdown NBA Draft. Okay, so the Wizards just lost their worst game of the year. Dot, dot, dot. What do we have to say, Ben? Um, there's 25 games left in this season, and we just talked about if Davis Bertans and Ish Smith would help the Wizards, you know, make some sort of a push. And we determined that that probably is not the case. They're not an Ish Smith or Davis Bertans away. So, Ben, whew, what should the Wizards' ownership do to make a change late in the year? Is there anything the front office can do? Is there anything coaching can do? Are there, is there anything the players can do? Do we have the answers, Ben, for Wizards Nation? <laughs> yeah. No, no, it's too late. It's too late <laughs> to do anything. Uh, it's kind of, um, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever experienced a situation in life where you're kind of at a dead end and you kind of just have to throw your hands up and accept the fact that you're yeah, kind of rock bottom. The Wizards have hit it right now, and there's no answer on this roster I think the ownership has to make a decision now. I think it's it's clear that they can't bring Scott Brooks back. With only 20-some-odd games left, I think they have to decide whether they make the decision to let him go now. I don't think they will. I think they'll let him finish out the season and then make a change in the summer. But They will. I they think will. the You're ownership right. – look, other teams would have already made that, would have made that change. And, so many random teams do that. Like the beginning of the season, middle of the season, I think the Wizards, like you said, Ben, they're gonna 
They're going to go with that. The Wizards are a weird team, man. The Wizards are a weird team because I don't think they're not serious about competing. I think I think the ownership is serious about wanting to build a good team. I think that's why they traded a franchise player in John Wall for Russell Westbrook. I think that's why they've been in the tax before. I think that's why they're only $1 million underneath the tax. They, they, they're willing to spend money. They're willing to make tough decisions. And I think they want to win. And for a team that wants to win so badly, it's kind of confusing why they're so hesitant to make these these administrative changes, if you will, these coaching changes, these front office changes. Because what the Wizards have going on and the people who make the decisions day in and day out, I'm sorry. I mean, it's been two years. That's kind of a decent sample size. They've shown that the Wizards can't win with this team, can't win with this coaching staff, and, and, the, and the questions of, about the front office are, are legitimate. So if you're the ownership group, I mean, what are you waiting for? Another another 35% win season? Yeah, and that's really where it lies, Ben. I don't know how hungry they are. I mean, you, like you like you say that they, you know, that they want to win. You say that they like want to put their team in a position to do so. I just don't know how hungry this ownership team really is. I don't really know how much they do want to win if this is what it has come to after they did draft a John Wall, you know, first overall, a Bradley Beal, you know, third overall and made the trade for Russell Westbrook. You know, whatever team they have in place, whoever, whatever advisors they spoke to before making the hire of, of Tommy Shepard, Ben, the depth is what it is. And it's two guys. Yeah. This is no slander to any other player. This is no slander on Rui. This is no slander to Denny, Robin Lopez, Alex Len, nothing. This is nothing against any of these guys. It is just that this team was put together literally like so horribly that there are two capable guys on it and a, and, and a bunch of great players that are just pieced together, like just wrong for this team. Yeah. None of it, not, none, not enough depth in, at, at each, at any position. There's not enough depth besides the point guard position and they don't, and, and they have even more. I mean, they could have used Troy Brown all the season. They could have used, they could be using Denny at the point guard position. They have, it, it's overflowing, but obviously Ben, it, you know, the front court, there's just no depth whatsoever. Uh, they're diff- like, there's just so many holes, I mean, you know, they lack defensively, obviously Rui, he's, he's a great, great defender, but that's not the case with the entire team. And that's just how, and that's how it shows. So oh, man, everyone's missing on the rotations. I mean, you know, it's, it's, they, it's, there's something sad they, they keep about switching back to zone and man, and they just look yeah. so Nothing. lost out there. There's, there's kind of no, just seems like, no, nah, let's just try this now. And they just throw, they just throw it in the middle of the game. Like, nah, just <laughs> I mean, so it's just so I, I don't know, Ben. Don't There's know. really no rhyme or reason for anything the Wizards are doing. It's kind of they're just hoping and praying that this team wakes up and is magically good. Because when you look at the way this team's constructed, the way it's coached, the players on the roster, just the purpose of what they're even trying to do, nothing really makes sense. You can't really justify much of what they do. And it's sad to see the situation because a lot of teams in the NBA would have accepted the fact that this roster isn't good enough to compete and that it's time to rebuild. Because this wouldn't even be upsetting if the Wizards were honestly rebuilding, right? If they were honestly rebuilding like the Pistons are, you'd be like, yeah, this team's going to be bad for the next two or three. For maybe. sure. Yes, and that would be the role. But right. that, and, that's, and that's the role. But no, they, they want to come out with a team and they want to compete for I mean, even maybe a championship was what they kind of put out there. Yeah, and that's right? what's kind of sad. They, they said that they wanted to compete 
you know, for to be this like playoff team to like, yeah. you know, be a tough Eastern Conference team. And they just aren't that. Ben, they got two guys. It's going to be the saddest thing to see a guy averaging 32, 33 points a game, whatever yeah. it is. One of the best guys in the league, the best shooting guard in the game, alongside a guy who is averaging a triple double. And watch this team not even come close to making the playoffs. In it's the Eastern just, Conference, mind you. Yes. And it's, and that right there, is on it, it that right there is just so deflating to me. It's honestly, not, it's just a as a basketball fan, really alone. Yeah, like no, you're watching right. it as a basketball fan, truly. It's this like, team wow, is, this team is upsetting for for so many. Reasons. I feel bad for Brad and Russ the most, man. Of course, I, do. I mean, I do. look, this I, is I, the I, season I, of their careers. That's that's again the, for Brad. I mean, again, a, an, an, an outstanding standing season that's gone to waste and i hate to say it like that but it's true i mean i'm very glad that he got his all-star appearance and that he probably make all nba but like he wants to win games and the team's just not good enough to do that russell westbrook is 33 years old former mvp he's on a really bad team that's upsetting it's upsetting as an nba fan it's upsetting to see a player have to struggle like that for the Wizards, I think they, they need to do right by these players. And I think they have to decide, look themselves honestly and assess themselves honestly and say man, these players are in the prime of their careers. We're not in a position to win. We're not going to be in a position to win next season. We don't have the cap space to go out and sign a good player next year. They have the cap space to, re- to re-sign Hal Neto and Robin Lopez. And again, honestly understand that those two players will not make them a winning team next year, period. So when you're assessing yourself with this honest perspective, the Wizards have to consider making serious changes. And by that, I mean trading Russell Westbrook trading Bradley Beal and considering a real rebuild and not this phony pretend contending competitive team that they've put together this year because there's that's the that's the big question to ask is where are these two guys where's Bradley Beal and Russell Westbrook going to be next year they don't know honestly and they 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 don't know we we don't know but 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 ownership front office Tommy Shepard they it's have to, to know. They have to have a plan in place. Yeah, th- they look, have to. And th- if they haven't talked a... about it, I don't care. I mean, uh, listen, everyone always talks about this being such a business. It's a business. It's a business. It's a business. Whenever a trade happens, whenever yeah. anything happens, that's what it's. To- that's what it talks about first. Hey, it's a business first. That's what it is, right? So the front office they should be they should have been thinking about this with Brad honestly prior to the season. Figuring yeah, out exactly did. what they want to do because I think uh, you look at the way his contract is structured with the with the player option after right. next year. I think right. it's clearly they have a handshake, wink, wink sort of deal. Like, hey, if we continue sucking, we'll figure out a way to get you in Miami. That's just what it is, man. Like, what? Like, what is? How many more losing seasons it's going to take? No. Or because you can't wait until Bradley Beal is thirty years old to have another, you know. 35% win season. No. Like whatever they have right now. And then it's too late to trade them for your franchise. You need to move yeah. on these guys. Yeah. Regardless of the relationship, regardless of what, Brad, I mean, Bradley Beal means so much to, 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 to DC, just as much as John Wall does. Right. And, and that's all great. But when it comes time to, to, to moving forward with your franchise, that's just what it is. And especially, I mean, I'm talking more for Brad too. Man, I want to. We, we want to see you win. We want to see you prosper. We want to see you be on a team where ownership, you know, cares about you, where the front office wants to put guys around you to compliment you better. 
and 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 for you to shine as a player that you deserve, man. You don't deserve to miss the playoffs. Like Russ does not deserve to miss the playoffs. These guys don't deserve it, man. And and you're right. Exactly what you just said, Ben. The Wizards are doing this half contending for a playoff bid, no, half rebuilding. No. And you're right. Like that's just what it is. Like this team is so awful, but they have superstar <laughs> talent. And they're wasting these guys' time. They're wasting Brad's time. They're wasting Russell's time. I'm sorry it's getting like this, but, but bro, after a 30-point blowout yeah, against no, the no, Detroit no. Pistons, no, this is Here's the deal, Anthony. Here's the deal, Anthony. We want Bradley Beal to win because we're, first and foremost, NBA fans, and I think it is kind of off-putting to see a player of his caliber on a, on, on a team that just exactly. seems entor- entirely incapable of winning the basketball game. But nobody... And the face of the earth wants Bradley Beal to win more than Bradley Beal. He knows. He's not. He's loyal. But there's not a Wizards fan in D.C. that would blame him tomorrow if he demands a trade. Everybody understands why. Nobody would blame Brad if he left D.C. tomorrow. In fact, I guarantee you there will be plenty of Wizards fans, if not more than half the Wizards fans, that would applaud him and say, you know what, Brad, you deserve better, and you're not going to He doesn't have to prove that. anything else here, man. He doesn't have to prove he's anything else here. Star. He's, he's a star. He's shown what it is. He's proven what he puts on the table. The Wizards did not ante up. They did no. not put anything around him. That's just no, what no. And, 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 and they had a chance to do it, and they, and they failed. And I think Bradley Beal has given them enough chances. And ultimately, obviously, Bradley Beal is an autonomous player. He's an autonomous person. He'll have the ability to make that change if he wants to. I'm of the belief that he will because he's too good. He's too smart. He's too capable. He's too marketable. He's too profitable as a player to spend his time on a 17-30 and 30 team. There's not a t- I mean, how many players in the league are, uh, are that are as good as Bradley Beal and as bad as teams as the Wizards? There are none. Bradley Beal is the best player and on, on one of the worst teams in the league. There, there isn't another superstar player on as bad of a team, unless I'm just completely and, blanking on one. You no, know, you know, Ben, Ben, you're right. And how many? I mean, for 72 games this season, and for however many games next season, how many times can this guy sit up there and just talk about what they need to do better after every game? We sit up there and we ask these questions, right? All of us. Fred Katz, Chris Miller, Chase Hughes. All, we, we all ask. This, this poor guy has to sit up there and say the same thing after almost every single loss. What do we expect him to say? What? It's everything he always says. Yes, we suck on defense. We, <laughs> we, we, we can't guard a parked car. Like, what, yeah. what, what, what can't? Like, it, it's just that over and over and over again. So, yeah, Ben, after a while – this poor guy is going to get, he's just going to be sick of it. I can't even believe he's that sick of it already. I can't. I think he is. I think he is. I I think Bradley Beal has given him this season to see what they can do. And the Wizards have shown what they can do. They can, they're they're 17 and 30. Lockdown Wizards fans. This team is 17 and 30. And, 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 And I hope we didn't bum you out with today's honesty. But honesty is appreciated and I think necessary for the Washington Wizards. And it would be very much welcomed. If this team, the front office, the franchise itself, those in power approached it with as much honesty as we did. I'll leave it at that. So we want to thank you, Lockdown Wizards fans, for listening. And we'll be back with you again tomorrow. If you haven't already, go subscribe to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you prefer your podcast. It's Lockdown Wizards for Anthony. We'll be here again tomorrow. And don't forget to check out sporttrade.com. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today.